Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. We are getting very close to the tournament. Obviously, still a few months away, but you know, with all the roster announcements and movement, we feel like we are getting very, very close. We got an awesome episode today. Talk with John Elmore from Heard That. We thought with Chris. We talked with Chris Lofton from the Volunteers. But before we get to all that, let's talk some roster moves. The big news that came out recently is Carmen's crew is retooling, adding Caleb Wesson, Keyshawn Woods, and Shannon Scott, who seems to be the replacement for Aaron Kraft, because as of now, no Kraft on the roster. Who better to talk about Keyshawn and Caleb than their former teammate, Joey Lane? Joey, what do you think about those two additions for Carmen's crew? Um, first and foremost, Aaron Kraft, I will stand by this until the day I die. He's going to play in the tournament this year. There is no doubt in my mind he's going to play. So, with that being said, I think that Shannon Scott is – if let's talk – I'll talk about Shannon first, even though I know you didn't prompt me on him. But Shannon Scott is – he's very Aaron Kraft 2.0 in the sense that if Aaron Kraft wasn't at Ohio State with him, he would have been – Shannon Scott, that is, would have been the best defender in the Big Ten. But instead – the best defender in the Big Ten was his backcourt mate and teammate. So, Shannon Scott, incredible defender. You know, Carmen's crew, they don't need the scoring punch necessarily. They've got that already. Um, I think that Shannon Scott brings exactly what they need to the table in defense and ball handling and leadership. Like, he's, he's an awesome, awesome addition, especially if Kraft doesn't play. Um, Keyshawn Woods, uh, who is, you know – he was, he was senior with me, like a, it's very near and dear to my heart. Still my good friend. I was texting him today. Um, so excited that he's going to play on the team. I think he's a huge addition. I think that he is the perfect guy to come off the bench. Whatever role he needs to be in, whether it's handling the ball, playing off the ball, scoring, facilitating, whatever it needs to be, he will do that so well. He'll be able to spell Buford, spell Lighty at times um, to give them some much-needed rest. And he's going to be an instant energy boost, instant offense off the bench. I love that addition. And then well, Caleb despite, Wesson. Despite being younger, he's not really young either. You know, it's not like uh, your traditional guy left early after two years at Ohio State, you know, might have fizzled around the NBA. And now it's like, what are you up to now? Like he, he's, a, he's a vet. He's a veteran coming into this team with some youth in him. Yeah, he's been around the block. He's been around the block. Um, the guy who's really actually young is Caleb Wesson, um, who instantly becomes one of the best players in the entire tournament, which we'll get into our list of our, of our top guys. He didn't quite crack that list because there's so many great players, but he instantly becomes one of the best players in the tournament, I would say. And I think you'd agree, especially big man wise, uh, one of the best. So we'll see what, what he brings to the table, having a year of pro basketball under his belt. Uh, talk, we're talking replacements. He is Jared Sellinger 2.0. Um, I mean, if Sully doesn't play, which I, I have a weird feeling that he's going to play too. Um, if Sully doesn't play, I mean, 
they've got their center now. You know, they've always lacked a little bit of an inside presence and they've shopped around different guys to fill that void, whether it was Sully for that one year. Um, you know, Jeff Gibbs, when they won the championship, who was six foot nothing doing it. Um, I think this year they got a home run addition in Caleb Wesson, which in terms of new guys who are new to the TBT, he'll go down as one of the best this year. Overall, the last few days and last few weeks, we've seen a ton, a ton, a ton of additions. You know, we've seen former NBA players commit to playing. We've seen teams being formed and added to, you know, the website, the tournament.com. So we went ahead and we put together our top 10 players right now. But it's only players who are currently on tournament.com. So if guys have, have, you know, made a video that they're going to play, but their team hasn't figured finished registering, they're not on here. Despite what happened with the power rankings, people really, with the exception of a couple heard that guys, people were pretty much in agreement with us on Twitter. Um, a couple guys were like, we'll get to the ranks, but a couple guys were like, what are you talking about? He should be one spot higher, which is just a little silly. But, <laughs> but I think we kind of nailed it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the first few. You know, down at the bottom, we got uh, number 10, Jalen Barford, who I, I really think he's on the Arkansas team. He could be a guy that finishes the year near number one, but hasn't, hasn't you know, this team is new. Not 100% sure what we're getting from him. Maybe maybe the TBT audience isn't really 100% sure. So I think he's a guy that could end up close to the top, but we got him down there at number 10. Joe, you want me to keep going? Yeah, I mean, I'll just – you can say a name and I'll give you – I'll give a quick little blurb about them. I think that he is the most underrated player in the TBT. 100%. And their team. Their team might be the most underrated team in TBT. If all the guys they have, you know, committed right now show up and are on the court – for game one, they're going to – I mean, they're not going to surprise us. But they're going to surprise some people who might not be, you know, as ready to roll with an Arkansas alumni team. Number nine, Kevin Jones from Best Virginia. He's a little older. A lot of people said we should have had Kanate in our list. But we went with the we went with the TBT veteran. He's a leader. Kevin Jones at number nine. Yeah, I, I think that you got to have some guy from Best Virginia. I think that he's a no-brainer, and he, he's just a stud. Uh, that's what it comes down to. When you think of West Virginia basketball, he's one of the first guys that come to mind. Yep. All right, number eight. We got Chris Lofton from the Volunteers. Played in TBT before. Might be the biggest TBT fan there is out there. You'll hear that on this interview after this. We got him there at number eight. Another guy. I mean, all these guys could just have an incredible summer, and everyone will say, he should have been number one. So, and there's guys that weren't on this list. John Elmore, Corey Williams, et cetera. So, we got Chris Lofton down there at number eight with the Volunteers. I, you know, when it comes down to it, he's had one – talk about careers. He's had one of the best careers out there going back to college, SEC Player of the Year. Uh, I, I think I'm excited to watch him play in the TBT this year, especially with that roster and that team. All right, number seven, we got David Lighty from Carmen's Crew, who if Kraft doesn't play and Sollinger decides he's not playing or decides he's going to still not play, Lighty becomes really the, the playmaker there. You know, we were talking about Shan Scott a little bit, but but Lighty's, Lighty's a veteran. He's still dominating overseas. He's a guy that if he didn't go to Ohio State, I think would be a top name for overseas elite. And um, we got him slated in there at number seven. 
Yeah, I, I think Light, David Lighty is the ultimate winner, the ultimate teammate, and he just – I mean, he's just been dominating overseas since he came out of Ohio State. A couple of Ohio State guys could be on this list. You know, we talked about Caleb Wesson. Um, Buford was the MVP when they won the championship. Uh, you know, a lot of Ohio State guys could be on there, but David Lighty encompasses all that is Carmen's crew, and that's why we put him on the list. All right, number six, a guy that we've been waiting for a while to see, Antonio Blakeney. There's really not much to explain besides this. Did time in the NBA, and when he was on the Bulls and we watched him, he could flat out score. He's a guy that could come in and average like 22-plus in these games. And he's a guy that if he's hot in the Elam ending, he could score all the points. So that, that's, our, that's our reason for Blakeney right there at number six. Number five, Jerome Randall, Challenge ALS. Now we're getting into the top five. Jerome Randall, Challenge ALS, is the first number five in the top five. Joe. Yeah, I, I think that we talk about point guards in, in the TBT. They're super, super important, and he's one of, if not the best, honestly, uh, when it comes to that. And I, 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 I think he's a pro's pro. Um, you know, TBT is all about these guys that you've heard of but maybe never seen. He's a guy that you have to have to watch this year. So then a couple of guys who we got at four and five, both on the L.A. Cheaters, honestly – Interesting name, the L.A. Cheaters. Um, these guys, we kind of flip-flopped. You could have them at three, you could have them at four, but we got Derek Williams at four and Casper Ware at three, both guys who, you know, have proven that they can be dominant basketball players. So I think take your pick there with three or four, Casper Ware and Derek Williams. But on our list, we got Derek Williams four and Casper Ware number three. Um, pop quiz, Andrew. Derek Williams is the second highest drafted player to ever appear in the TBT. Who's the highest drafted player? Well, Derek Williams was the second pick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, someone was a number one pick and played in TBT? Yeah, you're going to be real embarrassed if you don't get this one. Give me a hand. It's his, he's been on our show before. On our sh- oh, Greg Oden. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I was oh, man. Woo, man, that was close. That was very close. Thank you. But, but two, two – you're welcome. Two studs, absolute studs. Derek Williams, a guy who just never panned out the NBA but showed that he could do it. And then Casper Ware, who has been domi- – he dominated in Australia. I know that because he was teammates with my good friend, Jay Sean Tate, our friend. Um Two, two, I mean, that team is interesting. Interesting team and interesting roster, interesting name. But two studs, without a doubt. They've got the pedigree. They've got the reputation. I don't care if they, um, you know, if Derek Williams never played in TBT, he, he, gets, he gets the nod here. Yep. All right. Number two, it hurt us not to put him number one. But it also didn't because the guy we put number one we love, and he's an incredible player. Number two, Marcus Keene. I mean, what can, you say, what can you say about him that hasn't been said? The most dominant player in the Elam ending, whether he's finding his teammates or scoring. Marcus Keenan, number two, sideline cancer is quickly becoming the team to beat. Especially if they get Hashim to beat, they'll be the team to <laughs> beat. Just kidding. But Marcus Keen, sideline cancer, he's sitting there at number two. And the guy sitting at number one, we're giving a lot of love to this team in our power rankings show. Who's sitting there at number one? 
the dominator. He was the best player last year. Therefore, he t- he gets the the nod uh, for us. It's tough between between him and Marcus Keene for me because, like, when it comes down to it, like, when you're voting for MVP, it's the best player on the best team more often than not, right? And Marcus Keene, as you said, silent cancer's turned into the team to beat, and he might as well be the best player. So it's hard to not have him at number one. But, I mean, Mike Dom, the dominator, the dude should be playing in the NBA. He showed it last year. Uh, I mean – he gets he has the keys to the car. Um, Michael Tool puts him in great positions to play to, to play well and succeed. And I, I mean, I'm just he's a, it doesn't hurt that he's also a friend of the program. So, so there you got it. I, I think that top two right there with Dominator and Marcus Keane. Hopefully, both of those guys can have similar, if not better, TBT seasons tournaments as last year there's our top 10 we posted it on twitter let's get to our interviews with lofton and elmore this is inside tbt all right join us now on inside tbt from heard that john elmore who's back for another season high expectations john welcome back to the show Let's go, man. It's good to be back. Fired up for the TBT, man. You being you, back. Uh, go ahead, Joey. You okay. kicked this one I was off. Gonna, I was just going to say, do you still go by John or do you go by Ott's brother? A little bit of both, man. You know, it's hard, uh, anything TBT related to stay out of his shadow. But I prefer John, but Ott's brother's all right here. <laughs> so I got to tell you, right off the bat, I'm going to hit you with a big one. We put out our uh, – top 10 players currently on rosters today and we had you as an honorable mention there at number 11 what do you think about that do you hate us or do you know that we're just motivating you Mo- it's motivation man you- i saw that jacory wasn't on there which i think y'all are tripping coakley wasn't on there i think y'all are tripping i wasn't on there but you know we're fired up man we're uh that's what makes it special. You know, we're underrated uh, until the game starts. But then once that ball's tipped off, uh, UCU has won. And I think that's where, we, that's where we show what we can do. As much as we wanted yeah. to do 1A, John Elmore, 1B, Ad Elmore, 2, Coakley, 3, <laughs> Williams, so on and so forth. You know, we had to, to kind of be fair to all the players and teams that are out there right now. So, no. Hopefully you guys aren't taking any offense, and like we said, you're taking it as as motivation because we're f- trying to fire you guys up to get all the way to Dayton. Straight motivation. I saw Otwin on the list, so I I know you were just poking the bear trying to get him fired up. So he's gonna be, he was working out the other day, man. You won't believe it. He looks sharp. Well, that's great to hear. As I'm sure you know, that list was near impossible for us to make just because there are so many great players great new players, great old players in the TBT this year. Has there been anybody that's caught your eye as a guy that you're like, dang, like I would love to run into that dude? Uh, I mean, some of these teams, like you're seeing EuroLeague guys announced, uh, former NBA guys. Um, it's just part of what makes the tournament special. Is you're not running into a whole lot of average Joes. Um, and every day there's a new guy announced, and we're still finalizing our roster. So we're keeping that a secret. But um, it's exciting, man. Get that go. I mean, we went up against Joe Johnson last year. That wasn't very fun for us. Um, but, you know, that's what makes the tournament special. Yeah, you guys had such a – and Joey and I kind of talk about it every day, which means <laughs> I can't even imagine how much you talk about it, you and Ott and your family and friends and everything. We talked about the run last year. 
and obviously caught the eye of some teams, players, and you have the luxury where, you know, you're a, you're a Marshall alumni team, but then you can kind of turn the page and be like, actually, we're going to get this guy from Texas Tech. We're actually going to get – eventually we will see the final roster. What I'm curious about, and I know you took over as GM, who are some guys that turned you down? that now you're like, we got to beat those guys if they're on another team or they're making a mistake because we'll eventually see the final roster. I'm curious who is not playing with you. You know, we – like you said, it's tough because we are a Mar- – we're an alumni-based team. Um, but we branch out and we kind of use the transfer portal, as I likes to say. Um, also, I got a bone to pick with him. And he kind of threw me to the fire this year, first-year GM. Heard that. It was trending on ESPN, Twitter. Uh, and now a lot of people want to play. Um, but you have limited roster spots. Um, we do like to keep our Marshall base. So we have – I think we have five or six guys so far out of the ten. Um, so maybe we add more. I don't know yet. But a lot of guys want to play. A couple guys have turned us down to go to other teams. So they're definitely on our hit list if we run up against them. Double teams, full court traps. Patrick Beverly. Say their Rose. names. Say their no, names. No, no, I can't do Say their that. names. I can't do that, man. There's GM ethics. There's GM ethics. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I I'm, I'm up here with that standard, man. How about a guy who maybe, you know, obviously you're not going to give us any scoop because, as you should, you, you don't need to give us a scoop about the guys that you're waiting to announce. But maybe what if there's a guy that's maybe a year, two years away, he's like, you know how people go coming out of high school. They got their reach schools that they apply to. They know they're not going to get in, but they got to apply and hope for the best. Any guys like that that maybe are on your radar for the future? Ooh, um, there's a couple NBA guys that are on the back ends of their careers that we uh, are working on. Those are transfer portal guys. Um, no guarantees yet, but maybe down the road we'll be bringing in some NBA talent. But that's. That's on the DL for now. No names. You know, they're still mm. under contract. Mm. So, we heard a rumor a few weeks ago, and it actually wasn't a rumor because Ott confirmed it and John Flowers confirmed it. Rumor that you were recruited by Best Virginia. Can you walk us through what that was like? Was that pre-heard that, or was that after your, your performance last year? Because there's a big difference depending on when that recruitment took place. That was uh, that was when heard that was developing. Um, John Flowers reached out, uh, talking about kind of a spot shooter role and an immediate turnoffs because I'm a playmaker, man. I need my touches, need some pick and roll action, some get up and down transition, and I feel like he kind of like tried to limit me a little bit. Um, you know, he was tweeting at us today talking about people are hitting him up, wanting to play with them versus heard that. Um, and we've actually had some West Virginia players contact us about playing for Heard That. Um, so, I mean, if it was getting a little bit petty on their end, but we're not going to stoop to that level. But just know there have been screenshots of messages where West Virginia players wanted to play with Heard That. But that's, a, that's another story for well, another day. We're not going to get into that. What's funny about John Flowers is I know he was kind of probably just chilling at home and he was like, you know what? I'm going to fire things up right now because why mm-hmm. not? That's why he said – because when, he, when it was him and Ott, I th- we thought Ott was going to be, like, taking the low road and John was going to be like, no, nah, I'm taking the high road. Heard that's a great team. <laughs> be an honor. But he was – they were going back and forth. So, I, I know that John was kind of just adding fuel to the fire today. But I do think – and Joey will agree, 
maybe the biggest storyline right now, because there's still a lot that can develop, is will you guys play best Virginia and what will the result be? So let's say all the confirmed players are on the court. Who's winning that game right now? Ooh, I'm going to go heard that 91, best Virginia 84. Right. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going us by seven. You know, it's going to be a good little, game. They may, may lead a little bit, but we're going to hit a run it towards the end. Can you give us a little analysis? Why do you guys match up well against them? What do they not do so well? Um, you know, who are you going to personally attack on, on offense? Give us a little rundown of the match. Uh, you know, they're a physical defending team. Um, the hugging style of play, press Virginia, um, athletic, offensive rebound, pick you up full court, traps, et cetera. Um, you know, but we have good guard play. I think we match up well with them. We're still adding our couple pieces, so I can't get too detailed with it. But, you know, we have – we have a, we score the ball at a high caliber. So, I think um, I think that plays to our advantage. And we're going at John Flowers. We're putting him in the pick and roll all day long. <laughs> I like it. I, I love I love the just consistent trash talk that's coming from the Elmore brothers at all all times of the day. I, I thrown out on the team uh, account, the money team, heard that Jake Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. We may or may not have been the creators of that meme and sent it to Ott. But, <laughs> so we're definitely not adding to the drama. But outside of, you know, getting on the court and actually getting to play, do you think the TBT drama is what makes it so special? I think so, man. You know, a lot of those dudes at West Virginia, like, we're all cool with. Like, we work out during the summer. We play pickup together, go out, I mean, have a good time. So, it's just it's just the basketball trash talk competitiveness um, that the TBT really brings out. And I think that's what makes it special is you have these rivalries in the middle of the summer playing for a lot of money on ESPN. I, I don't think you can beat that. Let's let's shift to the bigger picture of TBT, and obviously your guys' goal is to win it all, which that's everybody's goal. What are some teams not in your bracket, so teams that you could only play in Dayton, uh, what are some teams that either you see them and you go, yep, that's a formidable opponent. I think they have a great chance to get to Dayton, or just a team that you personally would like to run up against. Who's impressed Ooh. you is, what I'm, is I, get, I guess what I'm getting after. Who's impressed you? It's tough because not everybody's released their full roster. Um, you see Mike Dom back with Illinois. Um, Mike Dom is an incredible player, top-level top scorer. Uh, but then Carmen's crew. Carmen's crew's gotten younger, man. That's, uh, that's exciting to see because they had an early exit last year, but they're a former champion. Uh, I want to I see Marquette, man. Uh, I hope Diener plays again. I ran into him in Italy last year, so I think they're going to be loaded again. They've been very, very quiet. So I don't know if they're just going to be like, hey, we're back with all the same guys, or if they're all of a sudden going to be like, hey, Jimmy Butler's retiring from the NBA. <laughs> He's coming to play with us. But I think we, we might get something big here from them soon. And if they come back with the same team, or, I mean, no one wants to see them come back with even more additions. <laughs> you know, they're, they're a dangerous team. So I, I like that you said that. I like that you're not like – 
man, we don't want to run into these guys. Like, I like that you want to play the best. The fact that you said the Marchetti and the Golden Eagles, that proves that proves what heard that is all about. Yeah. Yep. Put your put your construction hat on and go come back down 15 to the money team. Win. My my John Elmore question of the day. Would you rather assist the Elam ending the Elam ending game winner or hit the Elam ending game winner? And I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little twist to it. The pass is coming from Ott. The pass is to Ott. So either way, it's you and Ott. Ott's not been at the end of the game. You know that. Ooh, yeah, no, Ott's not at the end of the game. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Love there's the guy. There's He's foul trouble. Him. There's foul trouble. And despite his seven foul NCAA tournament game, he he's got a couple fouls left in this <laughs> hypothetical one. Ooh. I want the pass from Ott. You know, I, I want I want the pass from Ott because if I throw Ott the ball and he makes the shot, I'll never hear the end of it. And if I hit it, like I might <laughs> tease him about it, but like we'll we'll stop talking about it. But if I pass it to him like every wide league game for the rest of our lives. Pre-game, I'm going to hear, you remember what happens when you throw me the ball in the Elam inning. So, like, I got to get the pass from all Not only that, but, I mean, on our end, we'd have content for the rest of our lives if Ott Elmore gets a game <laughs> one shot. And, and honest to God, like, it would be overwhelming. Like, I would not like that. It would, be, it would get old so fast. Like, we need him to be the lovable guy, not an actually great player with a great play. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't play as well. You know, that's not as attractive. My follow-up question, and it's just a spinoff. If you're an NBA GM and you have the first pick of the draft, and it's the draft of all the players that are currently in the NBA, with the Elam ending in mind, who are you taking to take that last shot? Ooh. So we're talking current NBA players. Who am I taking to hit the Elam ending? Yeah. I'm going Dan Lillard. It's it's Dame time, man. Like, great pick. Steph's probably my favorite player, but like crunch time, I think you got to go Dame. Like time and time again, the dude has just shown up. I have to toot my own horn, but uh, when the TBT tweeted out, you know, who's gonna make the Elamender if you get it right, you win TBT merch. I was the first guy that sent in a little Dame <laughs> Lillard. Game. He's hitting that all day long. <laughs> And he hit it, and I should have just bet my life savings on it, but there were no no props for it that night. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. Dame Lillard all day, every day. Not only is he hitting big shots, but, like, just a dude you want the ball in his hands. Like, he's just a stud at the end of the game. Mm. So, I agree wholeheartedly. And Andrew's going to say, like, LeBron or something, and that's no, just no, the no. easiest cop-out answer ever. No, I actually had a – I said Zion, because if he gets the ball near the rim, he scores. He's getting to the rim. He's finishing at the rim. Yeah, so – yeah. Dame is like the Dame is like the, ooh, the flashy flare, put on the bright lights. But, you know, Zion kind of embodies heard that. If you're ever looking for another guy and he's out of the league, <laughs> he's going to get you a bucket no matter what. He's, he's a heard that guy. Joey, if he drops, if he drops we'll, look, we'll look at him. Joe, you know how we got to wrap this up with John, right? Yeah, say, same way we do with everything. John, you've been in this seat before. You know how this all works. We're going to spin it on you. Just like Ott came out of left field and made you the GM, we're going to come out of right field, and we're going to make you the host of this podcast. So feel free to fire away with any questions you have for us. Hold on, fellas. 
Let's go, Whoa! Let's go, baby. Let's go, man. Yeah. Come on. Yes, sir. Oh. All right. I'm ready. Well, you got you to gotta, you gotta put it up. So I, I want to take a picture. Come on. Come on. Heard that, baby. Joey, smile so we can throw this on Twitter. Uh, John, do it again. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. That's going to be in the episode, too. Live, live photography Let's session. Let's go, man. Wow. Wow. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I'm so fired up. Come on, man. (laughs) I'm going to wake the baby up. I got to (laughs) relax. Oh, that's so good. Okay, we asked you to ask us questions. Okay. Okay, I'm TBT, inside the TBT host, John Elmore, coming to you live from Charleston, (laughs) West Virginia. Okay, guys. Okay, I'm going to go with the easy one first, and then we're going to step the game up. Right now, who are you picking to win the TBT 2021? You want my honest answer? Yeah, I don't want your herd that bias. I want your honest okay. answer. Sideline cancer. They're, they got a good Ooh. low roster. They got Ooh. a good low roster. They play great as a team. Clearly, they're really, really good. They almost won it last year, and, like, because they're not an alumni team – you know that they're going to get some freaking mega star, you know, to join their team because they were so close last year. I just think that, like, as it stands right now on May 11th, right, it's May 11th when we're recording this, like, I think Sideline Cancer's got a, a nice little leg up because they've been there, but they haven't won. It's like the whole redemption story. Same thing Marquette went through. We've, okay. kind, of, okay. we've kind of been saying House of Pain for a little while, but now we see the full sideline cancer roster kind of starting to take shape. And the House of Pain, you know, you know you're getting Mike Dom and Andres Feliz, and those are like the locks for now. So it's hard for us to stay. It's hard for me at least to stay with that House of Pain prediction. But I, I, I'm with Joey with, with sideline cancer, and, and Marcus Keene is just ready for, for blood this year. He is going to be – I, we we have been saying that we want a sideline cancer heard that matchup so badly this year. Got to make it happen. How about in the first round? No. Ooh. I don't know if we want to see each other first round. That's, that's, that's like a la- that's a ladder round matchup. I know. I'm just I'm just kidding. That would not be. I mean, it would be so 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 fun. But it would it would it would suck. not for only for us, not for you guys. Okay. Okay. Um. Question number two. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Overseas elite. What are we? What are we thinking about them this year? We don't know anything. Yeah. So we don't know anything. They're gonna a few weeks before TBT snap their fingers and have an incredible roster again because that's how they roll. Okay. As long as we don't match up with Joe Johnson again, I'm cool with whatever. Well, talk about having, you know, Joey's saying sideline cancer has their pick of whoever. Talk about having your pick of whoever is overseas elite, who they can mm. – if you've been outside of America, you're eligible to be – And then they have Joe Johnson, <laughs> who's not eligible for overseas elite. Well, yeah, but he, yeah. He, he was outside of America earlier this year. You don't have to play you overseas. Want. You just have to yeah, – It's after TBT. <laughs> I'm sure he's been out of the country before. Come on. All I'm saying is if, if ISO Joe is tuned in to inside the TBT, 
he has a roster spot on her that, you know, we, we went viral last year on ESPN. Um, we had a lot of fun. He saw our style of play. He saw us beat the money team. I think we have a lot to offer ISO Joe if he finds himself a free agent this summer. That's like a reverse Kevin Durant situation. Go to the team you beat. I respect it. If ISO Joe goes to herd that, I think you guys become instant top, top tier contenders if you aren't already. So, I mean, salary cap wise, we don't have that much to offer, but we could, we could figure it out. John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet out right after this, so you got to be on your phone and ready to retweet. I'll be ready to go, man. Odd will probably be on there, too, sometime. So right. be ready for Odd to be around. Do you have any? And we're probably going to talk to you about, let's see, we got a few more, 75 more times before the first heard that game tips <laughs> off. But do you have any last – pretend we're not hearing from you until after your first game. What are your last words right now? Last words are – her dad's coming for the money this year, man. We were close last year. We showed the world a glimpse of what we bring to the table. Uh, I think we're getting better this, this offseason with our new pickups, and uh, we can't wait to lace them up again. You ready for this? This is the tagline you need to say. Last year we came oh, for we the go. money. Last year we came for the money team. This year we come for the money bags. <sighs> That's deep. That's powerful. And then you end it with a heard that question mark. Ooh. Oh, no, come on, man. I thought we were done with that. I thought we were past that. No, no. Now it's like, now it's like, did you heard that? <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I think that's the one we have to go with. <laughs> I right. almost think you guys should change your, your name on Twitter to did you heard that? That is so funny. That's so I funny. Was, I suggested I've got a heard on, but I don't know if we're going <laughs> to. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to go with that. Wow, that is good. That is good. Oh, all right. Well, on that note, it's yeah, been a pleasure you know, as always, that, my friend. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. After, after seeing you in that jersey, after getting pumped up, I got a hurt on right now, and I'm pumped for TBT. Yes. yes. pumped for TBT. Let's go, man. TBT Let's go. All right, we, we got to stop having you and your brother on because we're just showing the bias way too much. <laughs> High-level content, man. All right, thanks, man. We Talk soon. Man. All right, guys. Take care. All right, join us now on Inside TBT, playing for the Tennessee Volunteers alumni team this summer. Chris Lofton. Chris, welcome to the show. Man, appreciate y'all having me. I'm excited. Of course, we're excited too. And we know that, uh, you know, those Tennessee fans out there will be excited. TBT fans will be excited. First off, we're going to let you pump those Tennessee fans up. How excited are you to get those colors back on and play and represent Tennessee once again? No, I'm so excited. Me and my teammates have been trying to get this together for the last few years. And, you know, at the last minute, it all falls apart. And this year, it really looks like we're, we're going to do it. So I'm excited, you know, um, putting that Tennessee orange on for another, for another time is going to be very special. And I hope fans come out and, you know, cheer us on and able to watch us and support us. So you mentioned the guys. Talk a little bit about the team, guys who you feel are, are locked in and are, and are on the roster and ready to roll 
What should people be looking forward to? Who are some of the guys you're most excited to play with? Give us the inside scoop. Uh, we're, um, we're working on our roster right now. I know he's got, you know, food players locked in. The most recent would be Lamonte Turner, uh, Jordan Bowden. They both played for Tennessee recently. So those would be the names, like, people would know, you know, probably know most. Um, then, you know, guys that I play with, Juwan Smith, Cam Tatum, Tyler Smith, Wayne Chisholm, Duke Cruz, um, those guys. And, you know, we're just, you know, just excited to, again, put that orange on and just play because, you know, I've watched the tournament for a long time now. I played into two years ago. I was disappointed I didn't get to play last year. Um, so it's just, you know, I watch every every game that was on TV, and it's just exciting, man. Like, I, I can't wait. You know, it's a it's a tournament that is very special because it's, you know, it's like the NCAA tournament all over again. You know, one game you're out, guys are playing for a million dollars, and, you know, who can't use that money? I think we all could use, you know, extra money, and it's, it's definitely going to be special. I can't, you know, get to practice with those guys and put that orange on one more time. It's, a, it's always one of the other guys. Go ahead, Joey. <laughs> I was just going to say, because it's on the topic, one of the other guys that we have to mention, because uh, me and Andrew are both from Chicago. I played against this guy a hundred times growing up. What about Admiral Schofield? What's the deal with him? You give him a call? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We talked to Admiral. We don't know. With, you know, he's working on his NBA stuff, so we're trying to, you know, wait around. But, of course, you know, Admiral wants to play. You know, he's always got a spot on our team, for sure. So, uh, good. Just make sure. Yeah. Something you said, which I think is really cool, is it sounds like not only do you like playing in TBT, you're a fan. Oh, for sure. Pretty cool. So, but last year, when you guys weren't able to play and you were watching, were you like, this is so great, basketball's back? Or were you like, damn, we could have we won this thing this year? How were you feeling watching last summer? Just like, man, I wish I was out there playing. Um, but, you know, I gave a lot of props to TBT, how they – still made the tournament happen through the COVID and all that, you know. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I doubted you. I was like, no, it's not gonna be able to do it. They're not gonna be able to get it done. Everything's canceled. There's no way. But, you know, y'all kept saying y'all was gonna do it. And I was just waiting to the last minute to be like, See, it was canceled. But, you know, y'all kept, y'all, you know, persevered and got through it and made it happen. And it was special. And, you know, at that time, I don't think basketball was on. So that was something for everybody to watch. And, you know, as a basketball fan like me, it was, it was special. Now, were there any teams that you watched specifically that you were like, all right, like next year I really want a shot at these guys? Not really. You know, it was it was just a matter of me just being out there playing. You know, I was amazing. Yeah. I, didn't play against, I just want an opportunity, you know, to play for this million dollars and just to, you know, be you playing. That's, you know, that's what I love to do. So way back when, when you were in college, when you had those, you know, those young legs, your beard was a little smaller, you know, hadn't grown as much. Had any beard, had the face. You're averaging about uh, 17 career points per game. Do you think you could put up numbers like that for your uh, volunteers team this summer? I mean, we'll see. I hope, man. You know, I'm a little older now, but you know, like, you know, nothing's impossible. So. We'll see, man. I just want to do whatever I can to help my team win. And if it's score, it's that's what it is. Just I just want W's at the end of the day. I don't care how many points I score. Or, as long as we win, I'm happy. We got to eat the – eat the <laughs> so, so, if you're such a team player, what would you rather have, making, making St. Alley-Oop for a big dunk or hitting a big-time shot? What, what do you like more? What do I like more? I mean, I think it depends on – the time of the game, you know, 
Like, I would love to uh, you throw a lob to one of my teammates and they don't, you know, momentum. Or I'd love to hit a dagger three when we, you know, when we need it or we're down, we need a bucket. So it's about, I'd say both. But for me, you know, nothing's like hitting that three, though. It's a different feeling. What about hitting <laughs> What about hitting? <laughs> what about hitting an Elam ending shot? Would you rather assist to an Elam ending shot and be like, "Hey, I set up my teammate." Would you rather hit the Elam ending shot? I want to hit the shot. I want that. I want that. I All want right, that. I want to send him home and do the Dame Lillard. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so let's. I mean, we should talk about the Elam ending a little bit. Uh, without giving any, you know, strategy away, obviously, what are your takeaways from the Elam ending, how teams are executing in the Elam ending, what just your general thoughts are on it? Um, you know, that's something we talk to everybody about because it's a huge part of TBT. I mean, I like it. It's different for sure. It, it reminds me of, you know, when you're playing, you know, pickup. I don't know if you guys should play how, you know, you go to team, got to win by two. You know, whoever wins by two and – so it reminds me a little of that and just a different level. And that Elam Endo makes really makes you like lock in and focus in. Like if you need stops, you need a bucket because there's no time anymore and you really got to lock in. And it makes you, I think it makes you like focus more and, you know, trying to get the task, trying to get the job done. You know, whatever it is, maybe you need a bucket, maybe you need to stop, you know, whatever it is, it makes you really lock in more. So you, you played in TBT a few years ago, so you definitely have some – Elam ending experience when you're, you know, getting with your team, practicing, getting ready for the summer, what's going to be some advice you give to your teammates about how to not only play in the Elam ending, but when? I, I mean, I, I told him it's, it's intense from the tip to the end. So like you got to bring it every possession, every possession matters and, you know, energy, high energy and, you know, defense all is really plays a crucial key in the in the TBT because everybody's out here fighting for that million dollars. You know, everybody wants everybody wants that money. So the different it's a different intensity and you gotta match it. I think the beauty of the TBT and you mentioned it is playing like it's the NCAA tournament. I mean it's win or go home. Do you think it gives you guys an advantage being an alumni team who most of your teammates play together in the NCAA tournament? I mean you can say that but and we're all older now. You know, <laughs> I would say we have the knowledge of knowing how it is in each other way tournament. So it's 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 just a special tournament, and you know we're all looking forward to. It. Like I said, we've been playing this for like three years, but at the last minute, something always happens. Like a couple of players can't play, and you know something always happens. So this year it feels like we're really like we're, we're about to do it. So there's 64 teams this year. Hopefully, and we've offered this to a majority of them, but we'll offer it to you too. You know, come tournament time, you need a couple more guys. We're ready to go. All right, Joey. Joey played at Ohio State. I'm in tip-top shape. We're ready. We're ready to go ball for the volunteers if you need us. So don't you got my number? If you're if your wasp if your roster's dwindling down, you got two more guys ready to go. And whoever calls us first gets us. Okay, well, we'll keep you in mind. We'll see. Let me get the roster straightened out. Then we'll call you. We'll, we'll see, man. We'll see. All right. Well, that's actually. Uh, I'll be up for that. Would you say? Yeah. I was just saying that's the closest we've gotten to actually getting it. Usually guys are like, no. No chance. <laughs> Yo, I mean, man, let me get the roster together first, and then 
I got y'all's numbers. Well, you know, we'll see. Well, you know, we might have to go through a little tryout. We might like to see what y'all got, you know? That's, I mean, the truth of the matter is two things. Number one, and this should tell you a lot about, about me right now. Number one, I am in the worst shape of my life by far. And number two, my alumni team, Ohio State, which I was a member of the basketball program for four years, they're in the TBT and I haven't gotten a call from them. So if that tells you anything, um, you know, that's all you need to know. Chris, I got a, I got a question for you. So because you're such a big fan, obviously, you know, TBT likes to hype up the storylines, likes to pull some strings, you know, match teams up that could, you know, potentially spark some excitement. I potentially see a little rivalry with East Tennessee State. You know, they're not an SEC school. It's not like you guys had a big rivalry with them college or an every year thing. But, you know, that could become a TBT rivalry. What do you think about a potential rivalry with that team? That would be nice. Um, you know, ETSU, I know they got some great alumni. I know they'll put a great team together. And, you know, it'll be fun. You know, I feel like, you know, I feel like every game, whoever we play, is going to be exciting. You know, just because that, like I said, that intensity for this a million dollars, you know, one game and you're out. So any team you play against, you put against us, I think it's going to be exciting. And, you know, energy is going to be high. So we're just, we're looking, we're really looking forward to the plan. What's the first thing you're doing when you win the when you win your share of a million dollars? What what's the first thing you're buying? Uh besides us a Chipotle burrito. <laughs> uh good question, man. I don't know what I'll do, honestly. Um I'm probably Oh, well, you know what, man? Give your winning share to me. I'll turn it into uh I'll turn it into two hundred thousand. I promise. <laughs> hey, that's all. Maybe look at investing in something. Try to, you know, try to invest it in something. Try to win some more money somehow. Make some more money. There we go. My last question I got for you. You say Bitcoin, Joey? <laughs> Just throw it all in Bitcoin. <laughs> Seems to work. My, my last question. All right. I know that you got some guys, your former teammates, maybe other guys that are on the fence. So I want you to pick one of those guys right now. Call them out by name, and say, you better get your ass in the court for TBT this summer. <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to think. I think all my teammates that are that still play or playing are actually playing on the team. But I will – let me see. Let me see. Let me see some young guys that we need. Who we need? Let's see. We love to have Kevin Punter, Kyle Alexander. Like, we would love to have them on the team. Jordan McCray, you know, like, we would love to have them three on the team. There we go. We'll call them. Give you know, give them, give them, our, give me their number. I'll get them on the show, and we'll get them on the team. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's the ultimate recruiter. You just throw anyone his way; he'll he'll get you all set up. Don't worry. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm um, excited. Last question, and we ask this question to every guest that comes on our show. Um, and I know you're going to be super prepared for this. Do you have any questions for us? We want to turn the tables on you. Let you interview us for a sec. You got any questions about anything you want to ask us? Yeah, yeah. If y'all play one-on-one right now, who would win? I, I, I still think I would give it to Joey, but I think he would beat me but be more tired, if that makes sense. 100%. 100%. I would just miss more shots. Okay, I got you. 
I got you. I mean, I, I, you. I legitimately had I, – I played pickup once maybe in the last two months. I mean, like, I haven't touched the ball. But I'll still – Oh man, yeah, I'll 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 beat Andrew. Joey, I think <laughs> if, we, if we play the seven game series right now, and we had to play all seven games, not best of seven, we just played seven games. Yeah, I think I could get one off you, one out of seven. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because once I won the first four, I would stop caring. <laughs> I think I could. I think I think I could uh, cause a gentleman sweep. <laughs> yeah, I, when you play when you play one on one, like unless someone is like physically dominating you, which I can't do, it's just not my game. Like you just got to make some shots and you win. Like it's just that's what basketball is. It's just who can make more shots. So like if you're making shots and I'm missing shots, I think I'd, I'd win game. I'd, I'd win game game. three at home. I'd win game three at home. My fans would be like. Um, I think we could do this. Like, he looked really good in game three. And then Joey would I would go to game five. And it would just be false Gentleman sweet. Exactly. Gentleman yeah. sweet. Well, Chris, this is what we'll do. You get a teammate at TBT, and we'll do two on two, me and you versus Joey, and you can pick your worst teammate to play with Joey. Like <laughs> playing. I'll do it. But after you guys win – so that you're not wasting energy on us. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do we'll just do a three point competition in Dayton. What'd you say? I said we'll just do a three point contest in Dayton, and then we're good. That'd be better. Let's do a three point shootout. Yeah. So now there's a little added pressure on you because you got to make it to Dayton so you can hang out with us. Oh right, hey, I got I to get back in the gym. I got to start working out. Exactly. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. Closer to TBT, we'll have you on again. We'll have some teammates. We'll do a full volunteers episode. And you got to come with some more questions because now you know that's coming next time. Yeah, I'll be prepared. I'll be ready next time. All right. <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you, man. Thank you.